0: Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. All right, everybody settle down. Calm down. we losing their mind on a Friday. Relax, deep breath. Calm down. The weekend is here. We got to relax. We got to chill, Deborah Green. Chill, uh, Mark Aaron, with you and pals, Low T Longo and Deb Green, and myself, with you till eight in the PM. Big second hour of the show. Jay Black is going to join us to break down uh, tomorrow's big uh, Georgia Notre Dame game. Uh, we got Brittany from Access Atlanta, a couple of funny comedians in town, including one from Kennesaw, who went out to LA and became a major success. Uh, we'll talk to them in the second hour of the show. First up, uh, so my headphones yesterday broke on the air, Chuck. I know, and I thought they were. We thought. Last night, Deb Green, that could they could have been saved, right? We thought maybe
1: mm, it was some back and forth. Yeah,
0: yeah. There were some people. Oh, you can save those things. So I showed them to Alan Hunt this morning, and he he picked them up and and automatically like threw them into the uh, trash can
2: <laughs> and, brought, <laughs> really? and brought
0: me a new set. He goes, you can't, you can't fix these. You can't. It's not worth it. You can't fix these. So anyway, these are headphones that I've worn for over a decade. I think fourteen years. In my wow. twenty-two years here, I've only had two sets of headphones. One was stolen. And then this last set broke, so he threw it in an empty garbage can. I th- I thought for a second because as soon as I, this happened on the air yesterday, my headphones broke, and I we we're gonna you know toss them. People on Facebook and Twitter were like, hey, I'll take them. Blah blah blah. So I had an idea this morning, and it's why you were texting me. Yeah, okay. So this is an idea. That actually, you know, normally my ideas don't go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but this idea I actually did something with it. So I took. I mean, these are historic headphones. I wore these headphones the night. Barack Obama was elected president, the night Donald Trump was elected president, when I was on the air and called the race for those two mm-hmm. presidencies. I wore them during Snowmageddon, during bridge the Great collapse. Flood. The bridge collapsed. Yep. Good job. I wore these two years ago when you guys ate gefilte fish the <laughs> here. I mean, there's a lot of history behind these headphones. Yeah. When we discovered cascajones for the first time. Yep. So these are the official Mark Aram headphones for the last, I don't know, 14 years. So this morning, I got a silver Sharpie. I got, I signed them. I got Scott Slade to sign them. I got Eric Von Hessler to sign them. And Clark Howard and Eric Erickson are going to sign them. And I've posted it on eBay for sale. And I was going to do it for Children's Healthcare of Atlanta for charity. But eBay has only like seven charities they allow you to sell for. I couldn't. Maybe they. I just can't. You can sell them
3: for yourself and then just give them money. So,
0: But I I decided the Humane Society because we all love animals here on the Mark Aram Show. So the eBay listing is active. Uh, I'll tweet a link out as soon as I can figure out how to tweet a link out. Uh, but yeah, if you want, if you want those historic headphones signed by, let's let's get things first: Scott Slade and Clark Howard, mm-hmm. Eric Erickson, Eric von Hessler, and me. Yep, um, they're they're there, and maybe they might be fixable. I don't know. I think Alan Hunt mm-hmm. is just a little lazy. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so. Anyway, all the money raised for this auction will be donated to the uh, Humane Society. So, well, so we're you know we're turning lemonade into lemons. Blank in a shinola? I don't know what the what the prepper I think it's lemons into lemonade. Yeah, lemons lemons into lemonade. I don't think it's the other way. You can't around. turn lemons lemonade into lemons. No, That'd be the other way you're way a around. magician. Let me ask you guys a question. All three of you guys and gals. Uh you're you're both you're all married. Um is there one thing that you and your spouses consistently fight about? Like if you had to list the top three things of all right, this is these are the top three things we fight about the most. Is there anything that you can think of, Longoria? I mean, not like not, not like brawls, yeah, no. but like you know little squabbles. What do you guys? What kids, you, maybe the kids. Like, are like, they yours?
4: <laughs> that kind of fight. <laughs> no, what no, kind? no. I guess just like you know, like what, what what to do with them, like like raising them and punishing Give me them. Punishing. Oh, punishing. Them. All right, yeah, so punishing children. Yeah.
0: Chuck, you and your hot neighbor wife. What what are some of the things you guys always argue about? Mm, what to have for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm right? not having uh, elk steak again, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, that basically I mean, we, is it, how it mo- goes. most things are a discussion, like high level things. Yeah, but it's the it's the what do you want to do tonight that sometimes turns into you know. Arguments, so. yeah, but not, not serious. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Did not you guys all. ever have serious arguments? Never once. All right, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Deb Green, producer of the Mark Aram show, and her now American husband, mm. he was illegal until about <laughs> six days ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's boring and ordinary. <laughs> now, now, yeah, you yeah. totally lost interest because he's not British anymore. He's not British, so Deb's like, ah. English snake's looking sexy. <laughs> uh, what uh, what do you guys squabble about? Fight about?
1: Uh, we don't really fight, but yeah, food is a big thing because I'm never hungry. And yeah, yes, I, we know. And he obviously has a more diverse palate than me, growing yeah. up in Europe. Yeah, sure. Um, so I don't know how to cook a lot of that stuff, but I'll try. But it, I imagine it's terrible because I don't eat it. Yeah. So, and he's so just food. like, yeah, where to go and yeah. what to eat, and yeah, that's, that's that's probably the biggest one we. My disagree. my girlfriend
0: and Maya and I, we don't fight. Well, let's let me put it this way: I don't fight with her. I often do a lot of things wrong. She never does anything wrong, which is what I found in, in dating for almost two years. <laughs> is that coming from you or from her? Oh, that's for me. It's coming oh, okay. out of self-preservation. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I, I am I've, I can't remember I was mad at her one time in our relationship, and it was around food. We got, we got into a little I, I obviously said something right before the dessert portion of, of dinner at some restaurant. And I was like, I don't even remember what I said, but I was like, what, well, what, what do you want to do? You want to get the bananas foster? Or the Cherry's Jubilee, like it was a fancy restaurant where they light desserts on mm-hmm. fire, and she's like, "I don't care." I was like, "Oh, I'll get a cheesecake to go." <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's the only serious fight we had. But it's funny, food, yeah. Like, what yeah. do you want for dinner? Dude. You pick. I pick. Blah uh-huh. blah. Yeah, it's like. So anyway, the reason I bring this up is Deb Green found this website to uh, for couples to settle your arguments, and I'm. Yeah, like it's like an independent arbiter. So it's like a third party, does Yes, exactly right. So uh, it's called Let's Settle This. Effectively takes the fight right out of your hands. Apparently, a big thing between couples nowadays is fighting over Netflix. So apparently, Deb Green, you go... So how does this website work exactly, Deb Green? You go online, you go to this website... And, and I guess you present your cases? Is that how
1: it works? Yeah, you type in your argument, basically, and a bunch of other people that are on there are going to take sides. And
0: Oh, so it's like a group vote. Yeah. Oh. And, then,
1: and so, you know, loser probably just makes another argument. But that's <laughs> kind loser. of what it is, yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I assume there was like some like Judge Wapner sitting at a computer going, all right, let's see what's going on with the Longorias today. But it's like you vote, uh, a group takes a,
1: like yeah. a jury. Yeah, and just ruin someone else's life. Would,
0: would you do, would you do that to settle an argument? Would you let
1: unknown people?
5: I
0: don't know. Oh, I don't. I don't want anybody know my business. I think it'd be fun. Like not a, like a real argument. but like, what movie should we watch today? Longoria wants to watch La Bamba again, <laughs> and his wife wants to watch Pretty in <laughs> Pink. You know, and then you go, who's you know? I, I think it'd be a, a fun little exercise to see. Yeah, it could be.
4: It depends on the fight, I guess.
0: And you just assume you just say, listen, whatever whatever the internet decides is what we're gonna do.
4: Yeah, well that would, that's what the man would probably say. I'm pretty sure my wife would be like, Oh, I don't agree with that person and then you would start the argument all yeah, over. Yeah, there's
3: it. there's no chance hot neighbors <laughs> listen to some <laughs> radio on the yeah, I internet. Mean, if she's not especially listening, especially if it her doesn't husband. go her way. Yeah.
1: Do you want us to submit the question to the website? Yeah. <laughs> I can. Yeah. I can submit it.
0: All right, let's let's do this. Um let me think about a good question. Okay, and then we'll submit it. Uh, but I want to know, just in, in general, what what are the what's the most uh, active thing that you and your your significant other fight about? Is there one thing that is just like always, always you're fighting about? Is it Netflix? Is it food? Is it the kids? How to punish the kids? Yep. That was a big one with my parents. I remember as a kid, them fighting, and it was mostly about me, <laughs> like how to punish me, because yeah. my dad. Was, was, like you, I'm sure, softy. Like, just not the disciplinarian. And my mom was, you know, the person that laid down the hammer. I've often talked about how she used to beat me with a metal ice cream scooper. <laughs> I'm sure she likes that story. Which is why, she denies it. Yeah, of um, course. Which is why, to this day, I I have an, a weird attraction to ice cream. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Like, just getting beat by ice cream, by a metal ice cream scooper. But they used to fight all the time about my dad not disciplining me enough. Like, spank him, ground him. And my mom, oh, that was the thing. So I could see that definitely in are, am I reading the the relationship right? Yeah, yeah. I
4: mean, see? we try we try not to do it in front of the kids, you know. Yeah. Because obviously we, we got each other's back when we do yeah. it. But then you know later we're like ah oh, you know maybe we shouldn't <laughs> have done that or you shouldn't have done that or. But yeah. am I right? You're the you're the softy and she's the disciplinary It depends on the situation. It depends on the situation. There's some instances where I am and she yeah. she is on the other side. Yeah. You, run me, and my dad. That's why I say it, like just yeah. a nice guy. Probably. Like, I mean, I, I I'd rather put him in timeout than spank him. I all
0: guess. right. <laughs> so uh, what what is the website by the way, Dad? Green, I should uh, we should mention this
1: it's just let's settle this.com
0: let's settle this.com. all right what is the what are the most uh, active spouts uh, bouts you have with your spouse 404-872-0750, 800 WSB talk Tom's in alpha ready Tom welcome to the Mark Aram show
3: hey Mark love the show thank you brother what's going on hey uh, just uh, thinking the things that we fight most about are uh, are what she's gonna throw away. Ma- like food away.
0: stuff, or uh,
3: well, no, like the velvet Elvis poster or
0: something. You know, <laughs> she doesn't want to keep it around anymore. So you are a, a hoarder, and she is not. Yes, I can relate to that. I can absolutely relate to that. And who usually wins
3: those fights? Well, she's got a tactic where she—I think she hides it from me, and if I don't say anything about it in a year, then I probably forgot about it, and then it, it disappears, and I can never find it. Excellent. She, yeah. I, 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 we haven't had fight. Maya
0: and I haven't had fights about that, but I can tell it's coming. Because I, but Deb, you've seen my office. I'm a little the bit of a yes. hoarder.
1: Is that why it's in your office and not your house? All
0: my stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She doesn't even know all the stuff that's in. in he gets my a lot office. of stuff mailed over here. Yes. just For that. Oh, purpose. absolutely, absolutely. Vipers in Atlanta. Viper, welcome to the Mark Aram Show.
3: How you doing, Mark?
0: What's up, Vipes? Uh, the uh,
3: the biggest things that me and my right now girlfriend are fighting about
0: is sex and working out. Whoa. Um, let's talk, let's focus on working out because it's still daylight. Um, what, how do you fight about working out?
3: Um, I'm a beast in the gym and
0: she just looks hot in the gym. Does she is she get mad that you call yourself a beast in the gym? Because I think if I was dating you, I'd be mad that you, call, you refer to yourself as a beast in the gym.
3: Well, I go there <laughs> to work out and literally get bigger and she loves to stand in front of in front the mirror. Of the well, All right.
0: I, I wish I could chime in. Uh, you'll have to go to the website on that. I haven't been to a gym since 1993, so I have no uh, knowledge. No, I can't settle that squabble. Can't settle that squabble, Longoria. 404 751 800 I'm going to post the link to my eBay uh, posting of my game-worn headphones signed by me, Scott Slade, Clark Howard, the conservative Viking, and Eric Von Hessler. And we'll come back and take more of your calls. We're having fun on a Friday, Longo. Why the long face? On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. It's 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. 626, 81 degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram fumbling around with his uh, borrowed headphones from uh, Deb Green, by the way. Only... A seven on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Could have been a six and a half. I might adjust that before the end of the show. Uh, What adjustments do you have to make at home when you get into a fight with your significant other? What are the things that you guys argue the most about? Deb Green found a website. We're going to submit a fake argument and see what the, the people say. Linda joins us in Woodstock, Georgia. Linda, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, Mark. Hey, Linda. Hey, my husband and I, we can never get along when we're driving together.
0: Because you, he won't follow directions. You get on his nerves. What's the main culprit there?
1: No, he drives way too fast and goes in and out traffic
0: and. Oh, he's an aggressive driver. Oh, yeah, that's that's never a good thing. That's ne- that's yeah. almost as bad as a really slow driver in the left lane. Like right. that's Deb Green, and then you got Longoria who who thinks he's in Cannonball Run. The worst driver I've ever seen, Andrew Longoria. <laughs>
4: Chuck threw I, I t- up in his I car. totally. Well, encouraged. that's because he was drunk. Chuck that up. had nothing to threw do with up. my
0: driving. In, in his, uh, it was because he drank too much. In his swim dad SUV, just stone sober. Up, Chucked it. Uh, yes, <laughs> we're gonna come back with more of your calls. Hey, I tweeted out the link for the uh, headphones for charity. Check it out on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is WSB. I knew. All right, following breaking news, you heard here first on WSB Radio, U.S. to send troops to Saudi Arabia after the earlier oil strike. We'll follow this breaking news, of course, throughout the night, the weekend, and we'll have breaking updates as soon as they become available. We're going to come right back. Uh, It's the Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Thoughts and prayers to Doug Turnbull, apparently caught in a hailstorm there. Have a good weekend, Doug. Have a good weekend, Mike Shields, Alex Williams, the rest of the traffic team. Traffic's going to be a bear to Athens tomorrow. Don't worry, we'll talk about that with Jay Black when we come back. Breaking news again: the U.S. troops are being sent to Saudi Arabia. I, this is way out of my depth talking about this, but isn't isn't it like on um, a couch? I want to say this uh, correctly. Don't isn't it like infidels on on the soil of Saudi Arabia? Like that's not a thing. Like that's a big no-no in the Arab Kingdom. Sure. I don't I know. No, I have no idea. I, I might be just that. getting this from a movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think maybe a little bit. Like, is it like you'll never have soil uh, or American troops in Mecca or or Saudi Arabia? I don't know. Sure. Again, I'm way out of my depth here. But luckily, we've got huge news uh, organizations at our back. We'll update this breaking news throughout the overnight hours. Speaking of breaking news, my headphones, my my signed headphones on eBay, oh, yeah? already up over $100. Really? Nice. That's cool. yes. Signed by, And you got to get Erickson signed them next week. All right. Signed by me, Slade, Von Hessler, Erickson, and Clark Howard. The, the proceeds go to uh, the Humane Society. Ricky and Alpharetta, we got uh, we got no time, brother. What's up? Hey, uh, real simple. It was football with a girlfriend. Um, you know, Sundays and Mondays were, you know, adult beverages time. And she became very frustrated watching these games with me. And the simple reason I understood was she didn't understand the game. So I sat down with her and I said, okay, would
1: you watch and listen? You know, as I draw the game out, you got to go for, you know, down. So and they
0: get first, this uh, So first, honey, they served the badminton birdie over the net. And then the other bat. <laughs> did he call his uh, girlfriend a soup bowl to begin that conversation? <laughs> I did not hear that. <laughs> I'm going to go back and listen. Yeah, um, speaking of soup bowls, Jay Black will join us next on the Mark Aram Show.
4: The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience.
0: No! <laughs> Is down to be
2: near
0: you. I I I Welcome back to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's news and talk. My whole family here tonight. Deborah Green produces the show Longoria, the Stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Loti Chuck screens your calls. All right, now we get down and dirty, uh, previewing tomorrow's huge matchup in the Classic City. It's, of course, Georgia and Notre Dame. We've been talking about it pretty much all summer long, and it's finally here joining us in studio prepping for the big game, WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black. How are you, Jay Bird? I got notes. I got nuggets. I'm ready to go. I mean, just as, like, a, I guess, 24-year Georgia Bulldog Uh fan, I'm pretty pumped about this. You were born and bred into the Georgia family, Um, a lifelong ambition Biggest game, non-playoff you know playoff game that we've ever seen Georgia play in, in your lifetime
3: anyway? I, I would say that that's probably true. Certainly the biggest non-conference game ever played really at Sanford Stadium. It's, yeah. it's the first time since 1966 that two teams in the top ten non-conference have played in Athens. And then you have the allure of Notre Dame coming down here for the first time. It certainly meets the hype now we have to find out if the game will
0: do that. We'll get to the X's and O's in just a little bit. But I want to talk about, I mean, you've been a part of the Bulldog broadcast team for a while here. And I know you don't do much tailgating because you're actually doing yeah. work. But what's the atmosphere going to be like tomorrow oh, with this huge matchup and the fact that it's an 8 p.m. kickoff?
3: Well, yeah, the, that will uh, exacerbate things a yeah. little bit. That everybody's going to have all day to get ready to go in Athens. They're kind of bracing for about 150,000 people to be in town tomorrow, but the stadium holds 90,000 plus. Yes, so there's going to be that many more tailgaters they're expecting just hanging out. And the the Notre I talked to some Notre Dame fans earlier this week, and, and I wasn't sure how. Obviously, Georgia's trip to South Bend was once in Phenomenal. a lifetime. You know. No Georgia fan will miss it and they took over the stadium. Yeah. So I was wondering how much Notre Dame people would be looking forward to coming to Athens. And it seems like they really are because, you know, they know that this is where football is done now the best is is in the South. And Notre Dame people were great to us. Hopefully Georgia people will do the same to them. And it, it, it hopefully will be a nice, great atmosphere to So
0: just as a personal note, so the tickets I have for the game are in the Notre Dame family section. Okay. So these are tickets from uh, a player's family. Okay. And the condition was that I w- I could I could t- I could buy the tickets from them, but I could not wear red and black seems fair and I they were face value tickets. I was like, I'll wear a rainbow jumpsuit, whatever <laughs> just you know, I don't have to pay nine thousand dollars yes. to get in the game. Uh, so Notre Dame fans, at least on a personal note, very protective of their tickets. Uh, not going to Georgia fans. They want to make sure that the Irish are well-represented in the stadium.
3: Yeah, I'd, I don't know how they really felt when everybody looked back at said, Man, we really let New Georgia take over this place. Yeah, So they want to try to, try to have a little more of a showing, but I, I just don't see Georgia people turning over their tickets no. like it was two years ago.
0: Because this is a bucket list thing yeah. for, for Georgia fans, of oh, course, yeah. to have Notre Dame here. All right, let's go back to the late kickoff. I, I don't know what to do. Tailgating wise, what time I should get there? Traffic wise, what time are things going to get uh, start getting bad on three sixteen? What do you think tomorrow?
3: Well, with game day being there so early, College yes. used to College Game Day that that'll help a little bit because I know a lot of people are going up early to yeah. hold the signs and see the lead Corso. Yes, exactly. So <laughs> so they'll be in place. Yeah. I I think three sixteen will be fine until that last kind of golden few miles when you get into Watkinsville and Oconee yeah. County and the connector there. The and golden Isles, yes. Yeah, so then it's going to be kind of kind of slammed in. I I don't know if you can, you know, if you get there like ten o'clock, probably be okay. But you know, once we get past noon, ten a.m. You know, uh, there's I, no way I'll be which there. I, which area. exactly what I figured you would do. <laughs> so uh, I'll be there. All right. But um, yeah, it's it's it, Athens can manage it though. Yeah. They, they they it's as far as college football venues go, Athens handles its traffic about as well as you can
0: hope. Amen. Talking to WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black on the Mark Aram Show previewing tomorrow's big Georgia-Notre Dame game. Uh, Kickoff's at 8. What time's our coverage start, Jay?
3: We'll have uh, Dave Baker's show there starting at 9 o'clock. We'll have Belinda's show there starting at 2. And then our official tailgate show with uh, Jeff Dancer and Kevin Butler, Neil Williams, and Eric Zier starts at 4. And then we'll kick it off at 8.10.
0: Sources tell me there will be an additional uh, 100,000 people going to the Classic City just to be a part of the atmosphere, yeah. not any, any uh, chance of going into the game. I, I know parking is a concern. What, what what can you tell the folks that might be going to the game just to tailgate? What, what can they do for parking situations?
3: Don't park on the grass except at the intramural fields because they will come and get you. They don't okay. want people parking on the grass. There is free parking at the intramural fields, which is on the east side of campus, and they do have a lot of places over there. There's a deck you can pay to get in by the Ramsey Center. There's parking there you can pay to get in. That's going to be the the challenge. It is it is kind of complicated to park if you don't have one of those golden passes, sure. which, are, which are very hard to come by.
0: Uh, Jay Black joining us on the Mark F. Show. So I... I'm probably gonna get driven to the game, <laughs> um, just because you know I want to have fun. I want to yeah. have a couple of adult beverages. I'm going to be tailgating with Caetcio. Yes, uh, and you know he likes to to throw Bill them. Bill will throw it down. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm trying to get a uh, like a, a ride share kind of thing going on there because so, I I've tried to park like at a big Georgia Alabama game Georgia Auburn game and on those games parking is crazy. So I don't want to deal with that, and I certainly don't want to drive home after I've imbi- been biding, so I'm going to forego it. But I heard parking passes were going up to like $200 no, a piece. Doesn't, that doesn't
3: surprise me. Unbelievable. That, that does not surprise me.
0: Uh, Jay Black joining us on the Mark Aram Show. All right, let's talk about the game. The, on Dooley Field at Sanford Stadium, um, obviously a big matchup, big name is Georgia, a big favorite, two touchdown plus favorite over the Fighting Irish. Surprised to see the number
3: that big? I don't think so. I've, I've, I've seen both of Notre Dame's games. They were kind of... They were kind of wobbly, and they, they haven't beaten the top five opponent in 14 years. Yes. So, the previous history is part of the reason for that, and Notre Dame coach Brian Kelly is happy to – he's been laid in all thick this week in the underdog role.
0: No perceived weaknesses in this group. It's all true. <laughs> it's all true. Very, very good defense. It's just an, a, a very balanced offense that can run it, can throw it. Great kicker, uh, punter, uh, have all the tools. So, we'll try to muster together 22 guys. Get them on a plane. Go down to Athens and see what we can do. <laughs> I love that. We'll see if we can muster twenty-two yeah. guys and get oh. them on a plane. Oh
3: shucks! It's just yeah. old Notre Dame coming down here to Athens to see what we can do. I mean, they're, they're they are certainly good. The 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 difference here to me is is the the depth. Georgia's got so much yeah. depth. And I don't know if Notre Dame, Matt. Once you get past that starting wave, I don't know if they can quite match up there with Georgia.
0: To be fair, Georgia has not played opponent no. as good as Notre Dame no, this no, 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 year. No. I mean, this is by far in a way the toughest test that the Bulldogs have
3: faced this year. It's been Cupcake City for both sides. Yeah, as best as you can tell, when Georgia plays the competition they've played, they look the part. That's yeah. how the number three team in the nation supposed to look against the teams they've played. But. You don't learn much from Vanderbilt, Murray State, and Arkansas State like you do Notre Dame.
0: Correct. Going inside the numbers, that's a a phrase we like to use here. Um, The rushing yards allowed is what stands out for me. So Georgia has allowed 60 yards rushing per game so far this year. Notre Dame has allowed 230 rushing yards a game. To me, I mean, I'm not uh, the, the old ball coach. I'm not Kirby Smart. I'm not chopping wood. I'm not calling plays. But... Uh, that to me seems like Notre Dame's weakness is stopping the run.
3: Notre Dame is 120th in the nation at stopping the
0: run. Out of 130 There's 130
3: teams <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. nation that that try to stop the run. I, uh, Kirby Smart was asked about that. He said those numbers are kind of misleading cuz Louisville and New Mexico Louisville and New Mexico <laughs> yeah. do things a little different <laughs> than we do. And Eric Zier said, "Yeah, that might be a little misleading, but" They had guys out of place against Louisville. They've got a long rotation of linebackers, which really isn't what you want. If mm-hmm. you can't find your linebackers, you're playing a lot of yeah. them. So they certainly aren't as good as Georgia is at stopping the run. If they can, obviously if they can't slow down Georgia's five tailbacks, they got no shot.
0: Georgia uh, and Notre Dame tomorrow here on your Home of the Dogs, 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Another uh, set of numbers that jumps out at me, Jay Black. Points per game so far this year. Notre Dame is averaging 50.5 points per game. Georgia just under that 49.3 points per game. You would think well, this is going to be a massive shootout, but eh, not necessarily, right?
3: Notre Dame certainly has plenty of weapons. When they been hitting it's it's bombs. Ian Book when he okay, he's completing 19, uh, nineteen yards per pass per completion, which yeah. is the best among Power Five quarterbacks. So they've been really hitting bombs on the two teams they played, which is New Mexico and Louisville. I do think George is more balanced. I think they have more talent everywhere. The the one. Thing The two things I'm watching for when Georgia has the ball is how do the young wide receivers match up with what is a very experienced secondary for Notre Dame. And Notre Dame does have a very good pass rush. Obviously, Georgia's offensive line is fantastic, but they haven't had to deal with that yet. And Isaiah Wilson, the big right tackles, a little banged up. So those are kind of the two matchups for Georgia's side of the ball besides the running game that I'm watching for.
0: Again, I I think the key for Georgia is obviously to just pound the ball up the middle. But is this kind of uh, Jake Fromm's coming out party nationally? A lot of folks, you know... He's, he's gotten certainly exposure in SEC championship games and, and the big SEC games, but this is the big national stage, 8 p.m., and now the world can see Jake Fromm. But is he going to do anything tomorrow? Is he going to
3: have to? I think it's going to be more the DeAndre Swift sure. coming out party than for Jake Fromm. Fromm's, Fromm's not supposed to throw for 350 yards and four touchdowns unless the, the, the opponents just give it to him. His yeah. goal is to manage the offense. He's certainly more talented than just the quote-unquote game manager. But I think Swift who hasn't had a lot of carries yet in the first three games because it hasn't been necessary. I really think it's going to be his coming out party tomorrow. But has looked great. The young wide receivers, Pickens, and Blaylock have looked great against the Cupcakes. Now let's do it against the big boys.
0: Yeah. Jay Black, WSB Sports Director, joining us on the Mark Aram Show. You've got an early, uh, early, early start tomorrow. What, what, what time is your alarm going off? Are you staying in Athens tonight?
3: No, I'll, I'll, I'll come back tonight. I'll be in Athens for a little bit. Uh, today. Come back tonight, sleep in my own bed, which I like to do. Very nice. And then get up at 8 o'clock, get in Athens by 10, and then me and Baker will... Play around a little bit, get ready for the football game. We'll be inside the bookstore, so come by and uh, see us. And then uh, Belinda Skelton will have her show inside the bookstore from 2 to 4, and then uh, we'll be steps away in the bookstore plaza starting at 4 o'clock for our broadcast. a lot of
0: bookstore mentions from a, a bookworm like Jay Black. We
3: We appreciate that. So your
0: alarm's going off at 8 a.m., yes. which might sound early on a Saturday for folks, but Jay normally gets up at uh, what time for Atlanta's Morning News?
3: 1.50. Uh, 1.50. So last st- week for the 8 o'clock kickoff, early 8 o'clock show uh, for Saturday, I got up at 3.30. So, so you're
0: getting up at 8 a.m. tomorrow. You won't be home until might be 3, o'clock. three in the morning. Yeah. That's a lot. What are you gonna do? You gonna Red Bull it? What are you doing? To stay be, away? There'll be there'll be enough
3: adrenaline yeah. <laughs> during that game. I won't be concerned. I might have a coke on the way home just to make sure I get back from Athens. Hopefully
0: it'll be happy adrenaline. Yes. Uh, it's
3: it's it's a lot of fun. It's it's a great place to be. All
0: right, can you hang out one more segment? All right. Jay Black breaking down the Bulldogs and the Irish, the fighting Irish. I heard uh, Tim Andrews <laughs> doing the uh oh. fantastic accent this morning. Uh Jay Black in Athens tomorrow. Bright and early, and then coming home, uh, it'll probably be daybreak on bright and, Sunday. Bright and late. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Hang tight. We'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show.
4: Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's news and talk.
0: Welcome back to the Mark Aram Show. Coming up after uh, Jay Black breaks down, continues to break down the Bulldogs and uh, Irish game. We got a couple of comedians coming in. Chris De Stefano, very funny dude. Uh, he's at the punchline tonight and tomorrow. Uh, real quick, Jay, we don't have much time. Uh, tailgating experiences. Um, I- I'm going to be hopping around. I'm going to go to Sam Lambert's tailgate. I'm going to go to Caeccio's oh, Okay. Uh, you you've- you grew up in the tailgating culture of the South. What are what are the dos and don'ts, food wise and beverage wise? I need to do tomorrow.
3: Don't pick too early. Okay, you got, a, you got a long day. Yeah, so you know, t- just take it in. You, you want you, you don't want to let the tailgating overwhelm you for the football game. Sure. So, so you know, just pace yourself and enjoy it. I'm a I'm a, I go more hamburger cheeseburger than hot dog. Okay. I nothing against a hot dog. Sure. But I love a good cheeseburger.
0: Absolutely. And a tailgate, so so pace my it's a it's yes. a marathon, not a sprint.
3: You know, if you're gonna get there at ten o'clock in the morning, you know you got you got ten hours. Sure. So, so take your time.
0: Now I've I've haven't been a fan at a Georgia game in a long time. Brilliant. I'm a press box yes. guy, as you know, so I'm familiar with the press box food. What are my food options in Sanford Stadium? I don't
3: even know. What can I get there? Well, I'm, I'm in a similar position. I don't, I don't usually get to eat in the stands very often, but they have tried to improve that. They, they've brought in stuff from, like, Papa John's and Dreamland Barbecue, and they've Ooh. got a few more grab-and-go options now, so you don't have to wait in those long yeah. lines. You can just walk by, grab you a Coke, and grab you a, uh, a pizza if you want, throw your money down, and get back to the game.
0: <laughs> so I can if cash is still uh, accepted at yeah. Sanford yes. Stadium. Un- unlike the
3: other big stadium yeah, yeah. in town, they will still take a cash.
0: And is there beer sold in? The stadium, I... not for you. Okay, not, there, <laughs>
3: not, there's there's places for the high rollers. That's what I thought. That they can't see the yeah. game, but there is a there is a roped off section where alcohol is served, but uh, not for the not my for tickets, the good folks like you. My
0: tickets are so bad. For this game tomorrow, that Clark Howard laughed at me. He's like, really? I wouldn't even sit there. That's how bad they are. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm the furthest from the VIP, but I'll, you know what? I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get my field during the tailgate. You'll
3: be in the house and you'll be uh, part of the largest crowd ever in Sanford Stadium to see a football game because I got to bring in 500 portable bleachers. For the Notre Dame folks, so it'll be uh, about 93,500 people there tomorrow. Pre-game kickoff.
0: Uh, pre-game show starts one tomorrow, Jay Black.
3: 4 p.m. with uh, Jeff Dantzler, Kevin Butler, Neil Williamson, Lauren Smith, Eric Zier, and then official kickoff with Scott Howard on the play by play at 8 to 10 here on WSB and the WSB Radio app.
0: Bring us home a, a WJ Bird. Will do. All right. News, weather, and traffic next. This is the Mark Aram Show. This is Louie Anderson, and you're listening to the
4: Mark Arum Show.
2: He packed in the animals two by two, I ox, a camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight, I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the bus, chip and him, tell him about God's master
0: play. Oh, Hey, welcome back. Friday edition of the Mark Aram Show. Uh, You're home of the Georgia Bulldogs, of course, thanks to Jay Black, WSB Sports Director, breaking down the big game tomorrow in Athens. If you do not have tickets to the big uh, Georgia-Notre Dame game, um, I have plans for you. You head over to the punchline, or you can do it tonight, and see my next guest. They'll be on the punchline stage, uh, Chris Stefano and Don DePetta, Formerly known as two extras in the Sopranos, gentlemen, welcome to <laughs> welcome to the show. Yes. I, so I'm from Connecticut, and I grew up in a mostly Italian uh, town. And I, I, got, I was, I saw your names. I was like, I'm homesick all of a sudden. Yeah. I want a yeah. chicken
5: parm uh, grinder. You should have hit us with a cup of marinara sauce <laughs> exactly, as soon as we right. walked in. Uh, I can't so, believe I'm here at the Atlanta Punchline during the biggest game in in the schedule for University of Georgia. The, Why the, am I? Yeah.
2: Go dogs. Go dogs.
5: The, I'm. I, hey, you know what though. Go dogs, but I'm most uh, most people in New York are Notre Dame fans. Iir- the Irish. you got the Irish there. But they got the Italian
0: Irish kind of bad blood. Does, I mean most of the Italians I knew growing up in New York were like Miami Hurricane fans or Rutgers sure. that or makes yeah. sense. They're Anybody
5: criminals. any program that had a lot of cocaine
0: abuse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but you should be you should feel good about tomorrow night at the punchline because the tickets are outrageous to this game. It's the highest priced regular season college football game. Ever mm. so you know that's a fe- wow yeah, yeah ever I mean well I mean with inflation maybe like a game in 1986 was more expensive but in real dollars right now uh, it's crazy the cheapest get in ticket now is like 750 dollars and they added, wow. they added thousands of seats yeah, to the exactly stadium right. too and I'm actually going to the game and I'm I'm usually a ticket snob nice good for you. But I'm in the worst seat I've ever been. I'm in a 600-level seat at Sanford Stadium, which I don't even know existed.
2: You're going to watch Ants play?
0: Basically. But I was like, i, I got to be there. I didn't know you were going to be in town, obviously. That's the thing. I, my, my How far is Athens Chris.
5: from Atlanta? It's like an hour and a half. Hour and 15. Dude, why don't we cancel the shows and just go to the game? <laughs> yes. Do you want to do that? Uh, yeah. If,
0: if you don't do that, tickets are available online at punchline.com. Uh, so Chris is from New York. Yes. And I did I did a lot of research. You, you're you from Brooklyn, but you went to high school in Queens.
5: Yes um why which is well it's pretty nor- I went to an all boy catholic high school uh, in queens my mom didn't want me um Around uh, girls, but little did you know I <laughs> love boys. Um, and uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And um, no, she, she. Uh, I, it's very common to to go to a high school in yeah. another borough you in went, New you York. I went to Malloy. Is that I right? went to Archbishop Malloy, baby. Yeah. The Stanners. So uh, I went to Mayor's College in Chelmsford.
0: Sure. And a lot of, there were a lot of Malloy guys. Malloy boys. Malloy boys. I went to Siena in Albany. Did you really?
2: Yeah,
5: that was yeah. a good Same party. Same conference. School. Yeah. Yeah. No, great party school. Yeah. Good. Great. Uh, party school. I um yeah that I went to high school there and uh it was a good time. I mean it was a good time. They actually I was an all-boy Catholic high school when I started freshman year but when I was a junior they let girls in um and it was that all was, hell broke loose. All hell broke loose. People <laughs> like I'm taking my kid out of out of the high school if there's <laughs> girls around. I was like mom it's because the thing is they do it to, like, prevent distractions yeah. from the opposite sex. But, like, there was a all-girls high school, Mary Lewis Academy, which was three train stops away. So it's like like pack rats. As soon as our, you know, school let out, we yeah, would just run right and just wait to sniff the girls coming out of Mary Lewis.
0: So there was a guy I was friends with. I'm a, little, I'm a bit older than you. Um, I, I'm just going to roll past that. Um, I'm a bit older than you. But my buddy Tommy Barbero plays baseball. <laughs> At Malloy, and in the city championship, they played it at Yankee Stadium. Sure. Wow. And he had a home run at Yankee Stadium.
5: Like a legit home run a legit over home the. Run. Wow. And it was metal bats.
0: Yeah. A legit. Still. And so he's like 45 now, successful at exec. If you ask him the greatest moment of his life, not the birth of his daughter, not no. getting married, hitting, it was hitting a, no. a bomb at the old I, Yankee I, I Stadium. I can't blame him.
5: I can't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's amazing. I feel like, uh, I think they still, to this day, play that championship so game at Yankee Stadium. So amazing. Still. Uh, yeah. I don't want I don't want to neglect you
0: know this is a homecoming of sorts for you Don because you are from Kennesaw I originally. am originally yeah and, Kennesaw and, Georgia home, so a home local, of the firearms a, lo- a local kid Made good. How did you become a comedian out of Kennesaw? That's a rarity.
2: Uh, yeah. I, uh, I I moved to L.A. Uh, and started to pursue acting. And, uh, you know, when I was out there in L.A., first couple of years when you're trying to get your foot in the door, I uh, yeah. just started writing, got up on stage, and I was like, oh, this is nice. This is fun.
0: So did you know growing up in Kennesaw that this is this is what I want to be? No, eventually? no. I played I played
2: baseball. Yeah. I, I played at Kennesaw Mountain, which is like a baseball powerhouse. Sure, absolutely. You know, George is a pe- baseball powerhouse down here. And uh, I played minor league baseball for get a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah, That's and then, amazing. Uh, and then when that ended, it uh, wasn't my choice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Same here. Yeah. Uh, I moved out to L.A. and started doing the acting thing and then started doing the stand-up. I, uh, I played at Marist. Yeah. I yeah. played at Siena for two years. That's that's crazy. Same I, conference. I was so cold. I I'm was so cold. <laughs> exactly.
0: I was doing well until I, I figured out or I was told... That you need to maintain a certain GPA to stay on the team. Yeah, I thought that was go. secondary. So you to were a, yeah. red a red fox. A red fox. Exactly. Red fox. My man. Good job. Yeah. Um, how did you? I mean, I mean, all kids that are are from Brooklyn and Queens have that sense of humor, that biting sense yeah. of humor. But how did you realize, like, oh, I can make this into a living?
5: I would say so. I used to be a physical therapist. Okay. Um, and then like two years into being a physical therapist, I was like, transi- I was doing comedy. In the morning, I was doing uh, physical therapy in the morning and comedy at night for years. And then just a the day came where I was like, you know what? I want to do this full time. Yeah. Um, I got on this show on MTV called Guy Code. Yeah, yeah. Guy yeah. Code and Girl Code. They were really popular amongst high school and college kids. So I was actually a pediatric physical therapist, and one of the uh, uh, other phys- male physical therapists, because female physical most physical therapists are women. Mm-hmm. But there was another guy, and he just hated me in the school. <laughs> so he told the principal of the school yeah. that I had cut out of work to go on the radio to yeah. like promote a comedy show. So she came in and she was like, "You can't do that." Like, blah 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 blah. And then people started to recognize me. The parents of the kids that I was treating started to recognize me um, from the Guy Code Show because they were relatively young. Wow. And my the principal was like, "Listen, you can't." do physical therapy and then also be on a show where you're talking about like the guy code to hiding your boner you can't do that (laughs) so they were like she was like you're gonna have to choose and then i just chose comedy but i still you know talk to some of the families of the kids that i worked with and and it's all good but yeah so i gotta ask so physical therapy like that's a profession that's a real job where you have have
0: training and schooling and education Uh, your family when you decide to drop the physical therapy the real career and do you know, acting and comedy, what, what was your family's reaction to that?
5: Well, at first, at first, they, were, especially, like, my mom, you know, was very much like, I can't believe that you're doing this, yeah. like, you're an idiot, just like your father, <laughs> you know, like, stuff like that, you know, but but then when I started to, you know, then I got on David Letterman show, the other guest was John Travolta. Obviously, my mom was my plus one, so she met John Travolta, and then, like, and now it's, like, you know, I mean, it's just crazy, like, in life, like, like physical therapy, it was a, lo- a great, gratifying job. But yeah. it's like that's a tough game. I though. could make like I could make in like a month yeah. doing comedy what I would make in a year doing physical therapy because you just don't get paid to do physical therapy. At yeah. least in New York, it's like I came out one hundred and twenty thousand dollars in debt with a doctorate degree yeah. and had like this. Entry level BS position. It's like this, this isn't right. Yeah. So um, I think we have to pay our health care providers a lot more money. I agree. Uh, Chris Stefano and Don DePetta
0: in studio on the Mark Aram show. They will be on the Punchline stage tonight. Tickets available online at punchline.com and tickets tomorrow. Again, if you're not going to the Georgia Notre Dame game, uh,
5: they will make you laugh. Yeah, yeah you should come. We should bu- let's buy tickets and scalp them before the show. Do you want to scalp a little bit outside? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Whatever we'll, we'll get, buy some for seven fifty. We'll sell for two k.
0: You guys would sound like scalpers, as yeah. For, you know, like tickets here, yeah? tickets.
5: Yeah, let's scalp them and then we'll get back. We'll yeah. get back down we'll to the too we'll, we'll go two. down.
2: We'll we'll tailgate. Yeah, get a little, get a little. You a little know, buzz. Little, little buzz on and scalp them. Yeah, boom. But, but you guys can re- re- relate to this,
0: I think, because growing up in Connecticut, I didn't have a favorite college football team. I, my first college football game ever, I didn't go to any at Marist was a Georgia game down here. Wow. I was
5: blown away by it. Yeah, I was it's like a,
2: it's oh a different my world. God,
5: it is crazy. Yeah, yeah in the Northeast, nobody like no. even like, college sports is not a thing. It's like, you know, yeah, the when the Giants are playing or the exactly. Jets or, you know, the Knicks or whatever. But like, yeah, even like, even hearing down here, like, oh, the college football game, I'm yeah. like, oh, is that it's a like big Do you want deal? to go see Stony Brook Fairfield? What? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> there's the no Seawolves? Yeah, there's
0: no tailgating no. there. Yeah. Um, real quick, Chris, so the the, the doctorate and the background do when you're on the road, and I'm not. I'm not looking at you, Don, and and casting aspersions. Yeah. But do you have like other comedians with aches and pains? Be like, doc, you know, can you check out my shoulder?
5: Yes, the tr- yes, but the truth is, I was specifically a pediatric physical therapist, and also I haven't practiced physical therapy since 2013. So I'll definitely take a peek. Yeah, but I could make it worse. I just, <laughs> I just let them know. It's like, listen, I'll take a peek. I'll try to remember. And then apply this to if your bones were so much smaller because I was used to shooting children. <laughs> yes. So I'll just and to be honest, let's be honest, most comedians they hear I have a doctor's degree and it's not aches and pains. They're like, hey, look at look at my genitalia. It tell me what that is. Because I chlamydia. Great, yeah. 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 It's dripping. He yeah. gives
2: a great glute massage. I Excellent. won't lie about that. He does. Um, I do. I actually do.
0: Tell, tell the folks where he can find you on social media, online, all that
2: good stuff. Uh,
5: for me, you could find uh, Chris DiStefano at Chris D Comedy on, uh, on
2: Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, me now? It's uh, dondepetta.com <laughs> is my website. Don underscore Depetta on Twitter. And uh, this, is, this is just bad marketing, but Donny Tsunami seven <laughs> on instagram <laughs> very Some good luck spelling tsunami
0: Donnie yeah. tsunami excellent gentlemen uh great to meet you guys you too um have fun this weekend uh maybe i'll maybe i'll sneak down there for the late show tonight yeah come on fun. why not i'll pre-game it's for it's tomorrow yes. pre-game in the like it all right well if you're not lucky enough to have a ticket to the big georgia notre dame game this weekend don't worry there's a lot of stuff going around in and around the city of Atlanta joining us from Access Atlanta, longtime friend of the show, Brittany Tannenbaum. Happy Friday, Britt.
1: Happy Friday. We have made it.
0: We have made it. You're going out of town. I'm I going am. to the Georgia game, but folks that are in town and don't have tickets to Athens. What can we do this weekend?
1: Yes, so we got a lot going on, including the Sippin Safari. Have you ever been to this event at Zoo Atlanta? No! Yeah, so basically it's kind of just uh, all kinds of different wines, live music, Uh, they're going to have food from all kinds of local restaurants, and of course, some wildlife viewing. So while you're sipping your Chardonnay, you can look at some zebras and flamingos and gorillas. I've heard
0: amazing things about it.
1: Yes, it's pretty cool. Tickets are going to be $65 for members if you belong to Zoo Atlanta, and then Seventy dollars for non-members, so that should be a fun time. If you don't want to go to the zoo and hang with gorillas, you can go to the Kirkwood Wine Stroll in historic Kirkwood. They are. um, Uh, Are we calling
0: Kirkwood historic now?
1: Yeah, I mean okay. that's that's. Just checking. <laughs> I think that's what the kids are calling it these days. Okay, very
0: fair, fair enough. Um,
1: so they basically just have forty different locations that are going to pour out samples of red and white wines. Beautiful. Um, and then a few live stages of uh, live music. music. Nice. Exactly. Tickets are fifty dollars for that, and then we have, we also have the Imagine Music Festival. If you're interested in that. Who's playing um, there?
0: I've never heard of it. I
1: don't, I, I'm not really sure. I think it's, uh. Just it's, Google it. It's over at the Atlanta Motor Speedway. Yes, Google can tell you who. Oh, Diplo and Marshmello. Those are the two there biggest ones that okay. I've heard of. So
0: Diplo um, and Marshmello. Yes,
1: if you want to get your, uh. Are they part of like EDM? Would you call that? You're asking Emo. the wrong
0: dude. You're asking. <laughs> Why?
1: Me. I, thought you, I thought you'd be on your EDM. EDM? <laughs> and no, 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 no.
0: I missed the boat music. on EDM. <laughs> oh, by the way, that's electronic dance music for folks that don't know
1: Oh, yeah, see, out. you're spitting out, like, yeah. all, of the, all of the lingo. <laughs> I can translate
0: some stuff, yeah, I just exactly. don't know a lot of stuff.
1: Um, and then for anyone that has kids, the Pumpkin Festival is going on over at Stone Mountain Park oh, nice.
0: through November 3rd. Do you know, it's- I really, I have never in my life carved a good pumpkin
1: Okay, my pumpkins this, look like crap. This might be your year. You think so? What would you carve if you could? If you're
0: I I, I can't do anything. Like I try I'm afraid to just,
1: I would just like slip my hand or something would just go. Well, wrong. that's always
0: a worry. But right. I always try to just do a simple scary face. I just suck at it. I have no artistic ability when it comes to gourds.
1: Maybe we should get a uh, a, a pumpkin carver.
0: On the show. Professional all right. to
1: come in and maybe teach us both. Use you your know?
0: Access Atlanta connections and hook yes, that up.
1: Absolutely. Are you excited for UGA Notre Dame? I'm very excited. Everyone upstairs, Van Earl is, you know, yeah. just typing away there. and
0: I'll be there embarrassing myself. <laughs> um, I'm sad you're not gonna be there. But I I'm know. also happy that all of this stuff is available online at WSBTV.com.
1: Correct. Uh,
0: follow Access Atlanta on at the social media.
1: Access A T L, the social medias, at Red for me. And um, if you want to watch Access Atlanta on demand, you can always uh, catch us on WSB Now live streaming on Roku. I think I called it Roku last time. Roku,
2: yeah.
1: Roku, Apple TV, and Amazon Fire Stick. And EDM. Yes. Electronic (laughs) dance music.
0: Thanks, Britt. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Thank you. Bye. Hang tight. We'll be right back. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram
4: on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk.
0: Welcome back. Final segment of The Mark Aram Show. Big thanks to uh, comedians Don DePetta, Chris DeStefano, and of course Brittany Tannenbaum from Access Atlanta. I'll be at the Georgia game. Any big plans this weekend, Deborah Green? Imagine Festival. Oh, with Jared Yamamoto. Have fun, you two. (laughs) (laughs) Low T, Chuck. What are you doing this weekend, buddy? Uh, We're kid free, so I think we're actually going to go to Six Flags because they start the Halloween fright thing. You're going to Six Flags without your kid. Yeah. That's why I
4: love you, buddy. Uh, Longo. Uh, Nothing. Just getting ready for a trip next week. You're going to Chandler? I'm, I'm not going. <laughs> going anywhere right now because of the girls are listening. They oh, don't know. Uh,
5: all
0: right. Well, listen, we're going to miss you next week, uh, wherever your destination yeah, is, wherever we go. What's what's that place uh, that uh, Michael Scott went to with Jan? <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> the
0: all inclusive nude beach kind yeah, of thing. Have fun. have fun there. Yeah, all right. Okay. Let's do uh, let's do star of the show. <laughs> and now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram star of the show?
1: Um,
0: you know what? Let's throw Jay Black a bone. <laughs> Let's keep All Jay- right. <laughs> he's
5: got to, He's going to be
0: working tomorrow from 8 a.m. to 3 a.m. So, Jay Black, you get started the show. Uh, we'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go
4: to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the All Suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent
0: Mile.